1: Hello, Egg Chasers. The Egg Chasers rugby podcast. The podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. And on this episode, we are only talking about rugby. The thing that brought us, made us want to do a podcast. The thing that made you want to hit subscribe, which we thank you for. That made you want to support us with extra, for extra content. at Patreon.com forward slash Egg Chasers. And thank you very much for that. Uh, So, yes, for all of the off-field shenanigans, it's in our feed. We've talked about it, but let's not do it here. Uh, JB and Phil are still around. How are you doing, lads? Very well. And what did you describe
2: this podcast as, this one? Um, This is like, just, this is the rugby that's been going on this weekend, isn't it? I thought, for a second, I thought you'd say the Premiership podcast is not. It's a domestic rugby podcast. Domestic
1: rugby podcast, quite right. Well, in fact, let's start. Seeing as we are genuinely, no one can deny, when it comes to, there's been a lot of attention on the community game, when it comes to advocates and supporters... Of the community game, there is no podcast that does that job better than we, better or bigger than we do. No, nope, uh, no one. No one. No, very few even attempt it. Uh, and that's n- not. To, that's not a judgment. That's just a fact. So, I think it is a judgment. So, so let's. <laughs> so let's start in the community. Did you have a game this weekend, JB?
2: Yes, we did, and it was awesome. So we played League. So a couple of things you need to know about Lee, but the number one thing you need to know about League. Is they have the best rugby account of any <laughs> uh, of any club I've ever played against. So a say account, Twitter account, you need to follow We or Lee uh, or, uh, or UFC. C. It is very funny. So it got it was so funny in fact, like the, like the second I think their second tweet which I read had me laughing so hard. All right, I've got I've just got to retweet this. It is <laughs> and there's actually a tweet about Didsby from last time, last time that we played, and it is well, when they scary. beat you and they beat us. Oh. And it's scarily accurate, scarily. <laughs> so, um, is it about like hummus or something like that? Something find find it and read it, mate, because it, <laughs> it, it is. It oh, is a, I love the picture on the on the We Are Lee account. <laughs> uh, the fella
1: in bed with a hungover face. So
2: I think that that should be like their banner picture, and their main picture should be the Lee badge, so people actually follow it thinking it's Lee. I like that their,
1: their most recent tweet says. Greetings to all our new followers who have presumably found their way to our page off the back of J. Beardmore's tweet. Unfortunately, this account's performance trajectory has followed the same as our first 15, getting shitter and shitter by the week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so they're not in a good place, Lee, which is a shame because they've always been a good club. So I've, I've played a mm-hmm. lot against them. Have you played much against Lee? No, not. I don't even think very much as
3: a, as a kid. Probably a few times as a kid, that's about it. They used to have some really good players back in the day. Did they play in black and yellow? Black and
2: yellow, yeah. 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 Like, you wouldn't... Really, we was going yeah. back, like, 20 years now. Yeah. And I had a scrum-off called Dave Wood, who was really good.
1: Very good under-15s
2: team. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Some, a some good rugby league Kel- lads. Had a number called... called uh, I think Kelvin was his name, or something like that. And they used to be massively physical, and, you know, just a hard team hard team to beat. That's when I first moved up to Manchester. Anyway, um, so they beat us early on in the season. If they hadn't beat us, we'd be clear on top of the table now by about five points. Well, four points because we would have won no guarantee of a bonus point. They beat us twenty four 0 It's the first time that we'd lost. Was um, that the one that broke the the seal no, on It was it was witness. Now, an important point to note here, right? I did not play that game, and neither did the club captain Josh. Right? Me and Josh also missed Widness, which means we, us two, have not lost a league game since 2019.
1: That's good going, that. I'm sorry, I'm just looking at this We Are Lea account. It's great, isn't it? Oh, this is brilliant. Is this the one you retweeted about their scrum (laughs) half? Oh my God, this is so funny. So it's a picture of a guy in a a massively oversized, terrible suit with awful haircut. And um, this is obviously the player that they're referring to. And it says, Osh Griffiths. Every other scrum half in the northern hemisphere must be unavailable this week, as we somehow have managed to pick the slowest human being alive. <laughs> Hopefully, he will have total control of his game, like his missus does of his life. <laughs> <laughs> All rugby accounts should be like this.
2: Yeah, you get real. Do you know when England send you those stupid texts? Like, do you feel engaged with the players? No, because they've not sent tweets <laughs> like that. Send <laughs> tweets, tweets like that, and I'm, I'm all for it. All
1: right. So, October 25th, 2022, Didsbury Talk H tweeted, "Great numbers again," and it's a it's a picture from your account of uh, um, the training. Oh no! That's not and the one. then, and then uh, October 30th, 2022, Lee uh, retweeted that one with the question, "How did
2: Saturday go, lads?" Oh no, no, there's there is one, and you'll find it, and you'll know exactly the one that. What that I mean?
1: Okay, I'll keep looking.
2: Yeah, so anyway, they they beat us. Uh, I'm not entirely sure how, because I, I didn't play. Um, I saw the last 10 minutes of it. So we were well up for this, well up for it. And then we got there, well, we kicked off. It turned out that, for whatever reason it is, they didn't show up with their first team front row, which is a real shame, because I was looking forward to having a crack at that. But you got to credit the lads uh, for just showing up. So really? they started with a second team prop and a, th- a third team prop Oh really? And I think the third team prop was like i probably have enough of this, I'm going to pack it in But at least he gave it a go Yeah The easiest yeah. thing in the world would be not to not show to up Not to turn up uh, yeah. and, they were, and they were good like, There was some good physical lads there They had a really good 12 and a very good uh fullback. What score did it finish? Uh, well, it went to uncontested So they got seven points at the end But I think like 45-7 or something mm. Good win yeah. Talk H March on Yep Yep. so next week it's Aspel they're going to be good and then two big ones LSH ta- Tarleton. we win those win those three we're in bloody good shape yeah yeah. Uh,
1: easy win for the boys 19-0 against a team of hipsters <laughs> credit to them for just entering Lee which they compared to Beirut some naughty clobber worn by the Disby boys and it's a picture of loads of uh, <laughs> jeans and shoes <laughs> jeans, jeans and shoes <laughs> <laughs> brilliant um Today is one of my favorite rugby memories ever.
2: ever. Really? Yeah. Okay, go on. So I, I know what game was played, but I don't know what So gone to, to Lancashire
1: to go. Cup quarter final. Bro- Raffy Quirks Broughton Park under under 15s. Huh. Um because we finished, we finished second in our pool, so we play we had to play one of the Winners of the pool uh, and Vale of Loon won all their games in their pool. Mm -hmm. We were away at Vale of Loon, thirteen all. The game finished. Wow!
2: Hang on. So how does that work in the cup format?
1: (laughs) Wow! So uh, uh, thirteen all. I'm I'm amazed we managed to get to thirteen all because the the penalty count at the end of this one. And some would say that it was very much a home ref. I wouldn't say that. Some would say that, (laughs) but the penalty count was seventeen to two wow which uh,
3: you're dirty dirty Why are you coaching them Boys.
1: well it it seemed like it's it, it was incredible when they jackled for a penalty they they only had to they, they they were obviously so quick that the penalty was given within a second when our when our guys jackled, they obviously didn't do it well enough because the ref would let them anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> 13 all 13 all the, the most tense that i've felt um since i was about the same age um, watching, watching the lads, and uh, and with two tries apiece, but all conversions were from the touchline, so none were got. One penalty apiece, so it was equal on tries, conversions, equal on score. Away team goes through. Mm. Away team goes through. Brilliant. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well done. So, um, so just but the, the loveliest moment was so my my son Louis was playing, and uh, you know what, what position? Uh, blindside flanker. Good. Mm. Um, so went onto the pitch afterwards and i just just went to shake the ref's hand and i just got like jumped on by Louis and i just had this um and he was fighting back tears and it was and, and so I was just, like hugging my son who was fighting back tears because it was just a tense emotional game and then i was looking at the lads just there all all celebrating and they were all like fighting back tears and some of a couple of them I hope were crying you them for this. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just um I just thought this is. I, I remember. I remember thinking at the time. I was sort of like uh, cuddle, uh, hugging my son, looking at the lads. Just never seen them so happy or excited. And I, I just remember. It's one of those times you've ever had it where you sort of, as something's happening, you're thinking, "Oh, this is a memory I'm going to remember.
3: This is like mm. this is really
1: special." I was just sort of thinking, "This is really special. This is really special." It was like rugby's amazing. Vale of brilliant club.
2: It is, isn't it? Great club. club. Great club. Good, yeah. good bunch of lads. Yeah.
1: Um, and, yeah, we're in the, uh, Lang- we're in the top, sem- four, top four in Lancashire. Do you know who you're going to play? We don't know who yet, but I know it's either. So the, f- the, f- the, sem- the semi-finalists are Broughton Park, Raffi Quirks, Broughton Park, uh, Filed. Always oh, a good club.
2: Always oh, a tough place to Oof. go.
1: Preston Grasshoppers.
2: Okay. Another good club. And Lee. Lee? Really? That is interesting. So the first two you'd expect... Yes, because they're sort of like unquestionable perennial. Yeah. yeah, yeah, perennial. They're sort of they're out on their own. They're big clubs. Yeah, if, if you're a parent in the, like the Blackpool area, you're probably not going to Fleetwood. You're probably going to go to Fylde if your kid's good. That sort of thing. Yeah, right? yeah. Same with Preston. Like nobody's really going anywhere other than Preston, and it's just a big club which can facilitate that ki- that kind of thing. Yeah, big draw, well, <laughs> well, self as well with. Pitches, training pitches, for yeah. facilities. Those are going to be belters of games. Yeah, uh, you know, filed feeding all of their boys into D- DPP, no doubt. Mm. Yeah, that's going to
1: be. So um, we're hoping for a home semi-final, and then just get, have a big old shindig at the club. Mm. So it's, yeah, so it's great. Uh, so did you, it's, it's the first Broughton Park team that's got anywhere near, uh, got gone, gone this far in the Lancashire you... Cup for years and years and years, maybe ever.
2: I, mm. I hope we got them in and told them that this is that this isn't their cup final to pull themselves together. You know, next job, be that be <laughs> there at training. Go <laughs> take you know? each week because it I comes. Yeah. We're going to we're
1: going to beast them on Wednesday. We're going <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. to beast them. thing is when they won 3-0, he absolutely leathers them. Absolutely leathers them. But all the mistakes that they that they made when they lose not so much. Uh, and a uh, friend of the pod Kirk. Oh yeah, mm. Kirk uh, He says uh, Tim, uh, if you're talking
1: community rugby, a shout out to Clifton under 15s. Who won their semi-final against Caenchem, who also d- deserve a shout to go into the Bristol Junior Combination Cup final? So, oh good, well, well, well done to Clifton. Uh, yeah. he, he suggested that that maybe you know if Broughton Park goes yeah. away, we have like a, a west a west of England Super Bowl. Wow, uh, that's well, that's a great, great idea!
3: Yeah, oh no, it's going to be west of England.
1: Birmingham has to be in Birmingham between Manchester and Bristol. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, that, that's uh, do you, any rugby in your weekend, Phil?
3: Uh, no. Uh, didn't Watch anything other than the, the games on TV, but I did notice that uh Sedgley had a good win against yeah. Bladen 75 0. Um, the which Ra- is actually sad to see because Bladen they were they, good, they used right? to be a good t- yeah. It used to feed a team for Newcastle, yeah. I remember playing them in the league above where they currently are, and it looks like they're going to get relegated from I, this I,
1: I never played there, um, but I did when I, I did uh. I pulled off the motorway going up to Newcastle a few weeks ago and just to go to a little supermarket and I drove accidentally drove past Blade and Rugby Club. I was like, Ooh. oh, that looks like a nice club. Do you want to know my yeah, story yeah. about
3: Blade and Rugby Club?
2: Sorry, that's Was funny. this when you were up in Richmond? Nope. Nothing to do to, to Richmond. Go on. I was not stag do. I was a stag do. I'm not going uh, to lie, it was rubbish. <laughs> so um, we're driving to paintballing. I hate paintballing. I hate uh, even the notion of paintballing. I've never done it. <laughs> yeah, Sometimes it's alright I've not done it since I, I was a kid like, But it's quite you know, good fun I'm hungover And the idea of going paintballing like, I, I want to go drinking I want to do something fun And we drive past Bladen Rugby Club I was like boys Just stop the car Just stop the car So stop the car I got out And they're like Where are you going? So I'll be back in five minutes Walked into Bladen. It's about 12, 12, 12 o'clock in the afternoon I went straight to changing like, Boys Is there any way I can play for a second team or third team? And they went, yeah. The thirty were playing at concert, and we're missing a twelve. was like get in. So then, run back to the court, I was like, boys, come back for me at about four o'clock. And uh, yeah, I'll see. I'll see you then. So I played twelve against concert. And I scored a uh, <laughs> I scored a try against a guy called Jerry. And they all, oh, Jerry's going to be a great player. Nah, not in my league. So um, scored a couple of tries, and that was that. Then oh. Unsurprisingly, my mates who I abandoned for the stag do didn't come back for me. Oh, did they not? Well, oh, no. Okay. I mean, would you come? Okay. No, no, oh, I was no. Always being sarcastic. You're on your own bit more. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so uh, one of the blokes from Bladen drove me into town. So, great club all around. Love Bladen. Great club. But not, not, not a match for Sedge. Struggling at the moment. And it's interesting, looking at. The, um, I've
3: got it in front of me now National League 2 North. So, Filed won again. and beat Rotherham. Um, Filed are currently top of the league even though Sedgley are unbeaten. Is that right? Because um, they've got... So they've played one more game, so Sedg have a game in hand, but Fylde h- do have more bonus points. They've got two more bonus points than Sedgley. So S- S- Sedge still have to play Fylde, which is going to basically and be... The, the, yeah, and the obviously they've
2: beaten them once already this once,
3: season. Once, yeah. That's that's the league
2: decider, effectively. Of course, Morlo beat the... Co-
1: yeah, beat I was going to say, my boys, they won again.
2: Beat, beat the Code Breakers? I imagine that's what they're called, right? Yeah.
1: And, and how did uh, Aylesbury... And I just want to mark our territory a little bit. Uh, Paul Millam of Aylesbury Rugby Club was friends with this pod first.
2: <laughs> so, a bit of background there. Who do you think that set, set that up?
1: Oh, did you set up yeah. uh, GBR with yeah. Paul and Aylesbury? They
2: are like, who is good in the community game who knows stuff? It's like,
1: Aylesbury. So we're even, So there you go. Even, even the podcasts who do take an interest in the community game, they come to us to find out where they... Sh- they, they, they come to us for the shortcuts on where they should yeah, go with the community but game. But just
2: before we get 0-2 over our skis here, uh, huge shout-out to Mike Tindall, who is yeah, doing definitely. exactly the work that they should be. So, G- you know, G- GBR, the best of the rest when it comes to the grassroots podcasts. Yeah, 100%. Um, he put his case forward so well. And I wish that everyone in the rugby media would do what James... James? James Haskell wasn't even there. Don't know why, why it wasn't what what Mike what Mike Tindall did because you know it it, it just shows isn't it when you care about something you put your best foot forward and when you don't you'll sit on the fence and just see what comes out in the wash and then eventually you might say something you might not you know I don't appreciate the guys with the platform who are keeping the council you know you're either for it or, or 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 you're against it but at least let us know um, you know so when we're making lists later about who to exclude <laughs> and not <whatnot, laughs> you, know, you can be honest about it uh,
1: London Irish have. Um... I've just... Like those orcs coming out the ground in Lord of the Rings, London Irish have pulled out another back three superstar.
2: Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? D- Matthew, Michael Dykes. dykes E. Uh, so, was going to look him up before the podcast, do you know when, uh, anything about him? Did, did anyone from? know anything about him before today? Well, he plays on the wing for London Irish, so he must be dynamite. So he'll either go to, Lee, so he'll either go to Leicester or Bath, Bath on a massive contract. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, well, Parton's going to Saracens, isn't he? Paulson and Saracens. Ollie Hassel Collins is going to Leicester. Yeah. yeah. Um, Loader's staying. Loader's staying. Loader, I think, might be the most talented of a lot actually. Although they, a lot of people think OHC is going to be absolute dynamite with some proper coaching.
1: Yeah. Well, um, just on the in, on in the international game, he's yeah, big, big, quick. Yeah, he finishes he's, brilliantly. Why is he different
2: to Ollie Thorley? Uh, less injury prone. Maybe he doesn't play quite as hard. I mean, Thorley bangs uh, He's very similar at uh, Well, well yeah, 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 he
1: is similar I'd say Thorley Is probably at his best In broken field When he's popping up in, in He quite often pop, pops Through up In midfield yeah, And yeah. actually, OHC Can do that And does get on the seam With those little forward pods He's quite often out the back of those He's nice and drifty, isn't he? he actually does his best When he just he just hugs the touchline And Irish, you see it With all their back three players Whoever it is And Dykesy is included in that now Dykesy! They just hug the touchline They stay on it And keep the width <laughs> And and then when they get a chance Dykesy Born in 2002 So he's 21 90 kegs 182 centimetres centimetres, Which is what About 5'10
3: 6 foot Uh, So 6 foot is 183 So you're 5'11
1: and a half And he was at He he grew up playing for Maidenhead Rugby club
2: Oh bloody hell So who's director of rugby there for the ladies? Uh, Stephen Jones Stephen Jones
1: Um, And most famous former player is it Will Greenwood? Oh no, no. Matt Dawson was Marlowe. I thought Matt Dawson was. Ma- Ma- no, was Matt Dawson Ma- Maidenhead? Will uh, Greenwood. I think it might actually coach there now. Yeah, well, Greenwood's, I definitely, think Greenwood's been, definitely been involved. Hundred percent. Yeah.
2: Uh, anyway. Oh, do you know who Bladen's most fa- m- most famous son is? Well, one of Alan Tate. Did he play? No. Did he play on... for Wales? Ooh. Play for Saracens. Huh? Uh, Topkins. Nope. Uh, Wales, Saracens, Scarlets. Wales, makes with really? your brother. Hmm.
3: Wales, Saracens, Scarlets. Saracens Wales, and Scarlets. Wales, Saracens, Do you want another Scarlets.
2: Club? Irish. Why- Newcastle. Huh? He's also a trained accountant.
3: Oh, wow. What, uh... Is he still is he currently playing?
2: Nope. Wales, Scarlets... To think. So it's Bladen. Who did my brother play with? It's a Wales international. Bladen, Newcastle, Scarlets, Irish Saracens, and we and we met him in, in New York. Or oh, maybe we didn't. He was there.
1: Bladen, Newcastle, Saracens, Scarlets, or oh, oh, Irish.
2: Yeah, and I'm sure he's got a hell a lot of tries for Scarlets, a lot. Oh, mm, just think about what his Wales caps. Maybe he didn't get a Wales cap. Maybe he's, maybe he no, maybe he didn't, actually. <laughs> so you're rowing back on one. first clues. He might have had a cruise. cap in, like, USA or something. Hmm. I, I'm totally lost. How do you know so little about rugby between the two of you? <laughs> and Andy Femby. Oh, Andy Femby. Femby. There you go. Fenders. He didn't get a Wales cap, did he? I think he might. He sure, may have done. I'm may, sure uh, he I mean, went. there were
3: some ridiculous players' caps.
2: Yeah, I'm sure he went to Scarlets just for a Wales Cup. He, what we did
3: see in, in, um, in USA, we did. We did see him in right, USA. There we go. Yeah, he does not have a Wales cap. Uh, Charter he is a chartered accountant. Landudno, that's right. Listed first club, Bladen Falcons, Scarlets, Irish Saracens.
2: There you go, I know my stuff. So, mm. uh, Except the Welsh Cup bit. Dykesy don't need to worry about all these
1: players leaving anyway. Oh, sorry, I don't need to worry because they've got Dykesy! Uh, Dykesy! Tearing it up with a hat-trick and a, a convincing win that the complexion of the Premiership
2: table has shifted. Right, so let's just talk about the Premiership for a second, right? I, I've had some thoughts on, on the Premiership. Which is, broadly speaking, this. It shows that, well, I don't think, this, the, the, I don't think the highest quality of rugby is the Premiership anymore. No um, it's, In fact I think it's Dramatically decreased So I want to say that The overall power Of the premiership it, it,
3: I think Dramatically it, I, decreased So I think it's It has both decreased And we've not seen The full extent Of the de- of how much It's going to decrease by Because yeah. like If you just listed The players who are leaving To go to Pasture's new France it's Next huge. season There's a massive Drop in talent There's going to be A huge yeah. drop in talent Now that does It does create opportunities but I think the quality will continue to um, atrophy until the salary cap is because rectified.
1: The Exeter uh, departures, for example, are so significant that you, you're, you're wondering: uh, is this is this just part of the natural churn because of the salary cap and and all the rest of it, or is this actually a managed decrease in what they're spending because there's extra costs elsewhere? Mm. Yeah, Especially, I don't know because obviously Newcastle, and, and- Newcastle are well under the under the cap
2: and. You know, Extra put in Mike Williams. Now, with the best respect in the world, Mike Williams is not going to replace those players which have gone. I mean, no. if that's the quality of player that you're bringing in, I mean, that uh, might just Ro- be. Like... Ross
1: Moriarty's in a bit of a. Extra want him, so do Saints. Do they? So th- that would probably be a replacement for a Ewers or.
2: Um, or... Carl Ferns would be a good replacement for a Ewers. I mean, like, seriously, he would. Mm. Um, you know, there's all sorts of. Well, there's all sorts of options. Um, yeah, so th- the Premiership. The overall quality of player And the size of player must be decreasing Which is why we're seeing limited success in Europe But yeah. it also shows that The teams are so, so competitive against each other I mean, to the point now that Almost everything's a coin toss Leicester yeah. are now yeah. eighth Yeah, And Harlequins are sixth all of a
1: sudden And Irish are one point behind Quins And two points off the playoffs
3: And Exeter are up to third Yeah, After being down in seventh or eighth but you've 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 got four points separating third and eighth. Yeah. So a couple of wins and anyone is in the top four. It's amazing. Apart, apart from Falcons, Bath and Bristol.
1: Well, yeah, and and even Bath, like uh, we can talk about their game a little bit more, but they're down there in tenth. <laughs> they're a good team, and Johan van Graan has, has done is done a good job this well, season. He's, far he's doing concerned. okay. No, I think he's done a good job.
2: Well, I mean, so you can't.
1: They're tenth. How many you,
2: wins? Four. Mm. eight defeats you cannot um I mean, he's done better than than shoot hooper
1: you, you cannot <laughs> change everything all at once no, you can't. and i and i think he's prioritized right we need to get the defense sorted and we need to make ourselves hard to beat, and they have absolutely done that they're not scoring enough tries but they have, they've built a solid foundation, and five defeats they've had in their last nine games they've in their last nine games they've won four lost five all five by Six points or fewer
2: mm. Yeah and this is very much What I value Which is staying in the fight So as long as you're in the fight At the end You know It can go either way So those You know If you turn half of those defeats Into wins yeah. They are looking good Bath
1: ba- 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 last year Lost at least two games By 60
3: points
2: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> the, the
3: turn It is night
1: and day So to bad last,
2: last season But
3: I mean and This it, that, sorry, the, This game was see you were there Tim Yeah This game After half an hour when Sale have got the bonus point oh. I thought this oh, was over it? already. 20,
1: Twenty-two-three
3: up. Yeah, I thought it was done and dusted, and for Bath to come back, obviously that um, Annette try just before half time. If they ha- if they don't score that, I don't think they come back into it. But we've actually seen this before, where they do come. They've had a few points scored against them early on, yep. and then they've it, sh- it shows a sign of resilience that they've come back into it. And arguably, they should have won this game. Yeah, they should.
2: Um, they should. I would just say on the Premiership. I mean, losing narrowly isn't really any, a, an excuse in, in the Prem. So the Prem is all about winning. That um, oh, sounds like a ridiculous thing. Think, a ridiculous <laughs> thing think, Professional thing, sport thing, is thing all say. about winning. Yeah, but like, you can, because everything's so narrow, you can get a competitive team, and you can narrowly lose every uh, every single game and think you're doing, doing okay. That's why I, I think, despite the Premiership team has down on power and not being able to compete in Europe, I still think they're probably the best coached in Europe I think they're phenomenally well coached I think this is going to continue Because imagine how bad the premiership would be now Without a salary car It would be absolutely horrendous Well, because- you'd, you'd have a couple of clubs spending
3: loads yeah. Yeah. And then a few clubs spending nothing Like absolutely nothing And then a lot in the middle Kind of doing halfway house
2: yeah. I mean, Bringing
3: a couple of superstars
2: But not particularly intelligently And that would be that and I'll tell you another development this week, which will sort of go into the category of news. Uh, Christian Day has been made the... Is it General Secretary, or something ridiculous? Of, or CEO, Super CEO of the Players' Union? Of the RPA. He basically, yeah, he's got... He's the boy. He is the boy in the RPA. And the first thing he said is he wants the players to have a, min- a minimum salary. I think this is a brilliant idea. I mean, I'm so in favour of this. I don't know what a minimum salary would be, but I think I'd assess set it about 80 grand. I don't think you should be setting foot on a premiership field. Unless you're you're on 80 grand. So you currently do have one, or am I right in... Because there's there's anything
3: below 40Ks in academy contracts. Basically, yeah. Yeah. So there's already effectively one, although that does mean you've got players full-time pro senior contracts on 42K.
2: Yeah. I heard of a player this week, right? 32, can play both sides of the scrum, uh, and is an international who's offered a 40K to stay at a Premiership club now 's forty
3: k so that that is that 's ridiculous, Some of that is a consequence of the the salary cap biting isn 't it it 's amazing Be- because clubs don 't like um, <laughs> look at uh, Bristol trying to jettison um, Dan Thomas in order for a shot of getting one of the Willis boys. Just to create, like they were Jesus. probably they probably created they probably created like I don't know eighty grand a cap room by loaning him out for a, a few weeks, and yeah. as soon as as soon as they couldn't get them, he just comes back in into the squad. So it's, it's, they, they can only pay because they've signed up. They can only pay what they had left, which would yeah. be
2: tiny. Oh, Some man. of these wages now are, get, are becoming a bit a, a bit of a joke. So eighty k would be my absolute minimum. Now you can have people in the squad for less than eighty k. But anyone in your squad less than 80k cannot play a Premiership game. So you know you got an academy lad, and you think he might be good, good next year. You can't, can't can't just hoard him. And worse, if anyone else comes in for a di- uh, comes in with an offer for him, you have to let him go immediately. There's no time. If they're on less than that, yeah. If you're between 80 to 120, anyone can steal you at the en- at the end of the season. And after 120, you're you belong to. The club.
1: I'd maybe put a caveat in there. It's a little bit like you have the staged minimum payments, uh, minimum wage. For a sixteen-year-old versus an eighteen-year-old, you might you could say, once you hit, I don't. know, I'm just making it up. Once you hit twenty-one, then it has to be eighty k. But between eighteen and twenty-one, it's sixty k. Something mm-hmm. like
2: that. Yeah. So you get, young kids get get a shot. So you you incentivise them to get a shot. Yeah, maybe. Mm. And, but I think they're going to be incentivised to get a shot anyway. Yeah,
3: because well, there, will, there will be a lot of play There's be a lot of players for Exeter who are getting a shot over the next couple of years. Yeah, I'd love to know what the plan is. There. I'd love to know the thinking. Yeah. They might just They'll have looking, a plan, yeah, they might genuinely be looking at all the guys <laughs> behind Chris Tishunza and Daffy Jenkins and the boys that were already coming through and thinking why 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 do I need to pay three hundred k for a guy i'm I'm just going to a couple yeah. of years for these boys, and we'll be laughing yeah it might it might be um, it might it might not be it might be a lot more um serious and concerning than that, but it might be that they genuinely believe
2: in the talent that they 've got, yeah well, look if um London Irish at the start of this start of the day today were what second worst team in in the premiership. Yeah. It's a pretty competitive league. Yeah. Competitive
1: and we really appreciate
2: that element, but yeah. I think you're right
1: the quality is not. But
2: there again like But it's it's great to watch. You're starting to see lads like Tom Pearson from, Tom Pearson? From yeah. Yeah. I, love, I love him. Yeah, Pearson. Is it a seven? Or was that the Yeah, yeah. Poulton, I, Tom, I Tom, Pearson, that. Tom,
1: Tom Pearson is massive. Is he,
2: he the English Sean O'Brien? Yeah. He, he just is, isn't he? He's a, he's an absolute well, wrecking machine. I, 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 I don't,
1: we'll have to ask him where he goes to the loo when he's out on a night. At, good good, on good, on good, shout, to, good to shout. To make that decision fully. <laughs> I
2: was thinking, like, England don't need this kid. I think they probably do. Well, if he was playing for other nations, people would have him. And Chan, is it Chandler West, who they started at eight?
3: Uh, 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 Chandler, Ch- Chandler Scott, Cunningham South. Chandler
1: Cunningham South. What they they, they do like their double barrels.
3: He's, he's a Kiwi, isn't he? Yeah, Kiwi.
1: Oh, no, is he? But he's yeah. young.
3: He's young
2: though. Yeah. He's a Kiwi. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Chandler Cunningham South. Yeah, what do I yes. call him, Chandler West. Chandler, Chandler, Chandler Cunningham West. West. Chandler <laughs> South. Same same thing. They
1: right. do like their double barreled names. That
2: oh, I'm glad to that. I, I thought he was um, like the next new find from the London Irish Academy. Grew up in New Zealand. Is he EQP? Join the London Irish Academy in twenty
3: two. Is he EQP? Don't know. He probably will be. Big strong boy.
2: Play a bit. Plays on the bench. edge. He's a baller. Mm. Like him. Yeah,
3: I like him. Yeah.
1: Which, try well, try well, to find his.
2: Well, um, that means that they can bring off you know bring lads like Gon, Gon, uh, Gonzalez off the bench and Arundel off the bench. I mean, that's that's lethal. That's absolutely lethal. Uh, here, here we go. Uh, article from the Telegraph. Uh, Today,
3: 29th of January, 2023, at 5.48 by Charles Richardson. Um, Chandler Cunningham South is giving Steve Borthwick food for thought ahead of England, coach naming his first uh, 15 on Thursday. Um, Irish Franks only 19. Ba-ba-bum. Named in the England under-20 squad for the Six Nations. There you go. Mm.
1: There you go, EQP, 100%. Yeah. Um, uh, um, uh, the Irish skipper, Matt Rogerson, he's Vale Loon. Is he? Yeah. I was chatting to the guys in the clubhouse. D- He's a Baylor yeah. Loon lad. Did not know that. I did know that. Uh, it's, even his, his dad owns the field adjacent to the first 15 rugby pitch, which the club rent from him as their second pitch.
2: There we go. Really? <laughs> Properly involved. Yeah.
3: Interesting. So did it, do you know if he went to um, like, Asa Grammar? Uh, the Grammar? No if they No idea. But the,
1: they had they're, they're some good. There's some good rugby players there. You were like, yeah, your your Kirkham or blankster grammar or, so, or something,
2: something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Things are looking. I mean, if Irish, Irish can beat anyone on their day. They're such a strange team. Or well, mm. draw with anyone on their day. They
1: can draw with anyone. They can do a high-scoring draw with anyone <laughs> they they want. Uh, we have got a few weeks off from the Premiership, but, but yeah, Irish Irish could make playoffs. It, it is, could, it's yeah, genuinely yeah. exciting when you look at that league table, and I honestly think the home fixtures are going to be massive. I mentioned this a few weeks ago.
2: Well, who's got the most home the most home fixtures? Do you know? Gloucester. Wrong. Hmm. Oh, oh no. maybe right. Leicester. Leicester.
1: Leicester have got mm. out of their remaining games. I think five out of their six remaining games are. Yep or something like that, or five out of seven are home games.
2: So Tigers are going to be frightening coming well, d- into the season. Did either of you watch the Leicester game? Yes, I well watched the first half of it. So the first half I thought was,
0: I thought the whole game was interesting. The first, say, 30 minutes. Ready to pop the question? Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's com slash upgrade.
3: I thought, there is no way on hell in hell that Northampton are going to win this game. I agree. They were getting absolutely steamrolled. Leicester and defence were smashing them back time after time, and Leicester and attack were making yards time after time. And Northampton just seemed to absorb it all and then just get their wider game going and get their kicking game going a little bit better. They, yeah. I, think, I think they were very good value for it, cons- particularly considering how much pressure they was had. was it like the last on. 10
2: minutes that they scored two tries?
3: Uh, there was the slight home try with, yeah, probably about... Fifteen minutes ago, maybe slight
2: home was on
1: forty-nine minutes uh,
3: oh, try. So, so yeah, and before
1: that, Furbanks sco- um Oh, that no, was, oh, no, was penalties. Penalties, penalties. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was all only the Slight home try wasn't it? It was all Furbank penalties. Uh, slight home was the, uh, their only try.
3: And there was the, the two Harry Potter tries for Leicester. Yeah. So yeah, I was I was very impressed at Northampton. The Saints found a way to win despite going backwards at a rate of knots frequently in the tight um, quarters combat.
1: Uh, this, the second Harry Potter try Because I, I didn't see this Where on the pitch was it I've just noticed uh, In his final game Before he's off to Japan Freddie Burns Missed the conversion I'm hoping that was a
3: hard kick Because Anyway, um, anyway. Doing doing he, he has signed off A Leicester legend That's all that matters First one was in the left co- um, Yeah left corner Second one was
2: As well Yeah so there Far, we go, far
3: out
1: Couldn't have been expected to That's fine But no he signed off A Leicester ledge
2: Yeah They've been so, remarkably well With their signings Leicester hmm. Remarkably well so, I mean, not all of it was planned, I guess. So to end up with Charlie Atkinson was a huge hole because they've got their number one guy now in Pollard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he looks much better than I thought he was going to look. There's some good and some bad with Pollard. So some of his
3: defence was very, very good. He made a tackle, covering tackle on Augustus that yep. was excellent when he was rampaging. Some of his kicking was really good as well. There was a cross field after five minutes for... For Potter, yep, um, that was that was awesome. The one with the James Ram high shot. Um, some of his passing still, his, his like basic stuff, which is obvious for a ten, is is exactly as you'd want it to. Basic, but yeah. like solid. Yeah. Some of his wider distribution, when he looks to look look pick the option and spread it wide. <sighs>
2: Is it, a, is it worth what Montpellier were paying him? Yeah, he's a very highly polished Rob Dupree
3: Yes I mean, there are a lot of Well, Rob Dupree is Rob the best Dupree. player in the world at the he, moment he, Best 10 in the world uh,
1: it, what, Rob Dupree didn't uh, It was a shame Because it was his night It was his 100th appearance for sale He's been He did some great things Best half in the league He did some great things No, no so Rob Dupree he, he didn't have a great game Rob Dupree will always find a he way he He did not have a great game yeah, he Some missed, of the kicks. He missed three conversions Three conversions And at least one yeah. penalty
2: Late on Maybe they two all, penalties they're all on? very similar I mean It's very rare To find a fly half That just has the blinkers on When it when he when comes to try line But Pollard does that He just blinkers on I'm crashing over The amount of uh, Crash over tries he's got Yeah second yeah. only to Rob Dupree probably <laughs> Right, Where Rob can be ahead. is exactly the same. Like okay. second only to Butch James. Yeah, Butch James, Rob Depree, Pollard. I mean, they're all sort of versions of, <laughs> versions of the same thing. Pollard probably been the most, the b- most like effective. the best of the lot. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the ultimate expression of what a South African ten should be. I yeah. Think. Um. So. Uh, yeah, Rob Dupree always, no matter how well he plays, always finds a way to remind you he is Rob Dupree There'll be just <laughs> these little glimpses somewhere. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
3: Um. In this game as well, I did, other than his um, yellow card high shot early on, I thought James Rand had a really good game. Mm. It's one of the first times I've seen him and thought,
2: yeah, he, he is a, a ball. I've not seen much of him. since it, it, <laughs> enough, one of the few games I've seen of Super Rugby involved him. I thought, he's really good. Mm. That was a,
3: a while ago. I've not seen him do that well for the Saints. He had he had some lovely touches, made good yards, and that the way he drew in two players um, and offloaded for the... The only try, the slight, slight home try, that was awesome. Because you, th- I actually thought he's blown it. Like, just give it slight home because slight home's rapid. But no, he created the room for for slight but home today to, to do
1: beat it. Leicester at Leicester in an East Midlands derby. When mm. Leicester don't have the excuse. Yes, they're missing some players. There's no question. But they are. They've, got their,
2: best, they've got their best player on the field. But yeah, I was going to say Montoya.
1: Montoya, Montoja.
3: sorry, Mon- yeah. Montoya and Visa. They had those two guys. Did you see the controversy <gasps> with Visa? I've seen the Carl Ferns tweet with, like, a twist of the ankle.
2: Yeah, you've got to to watch it a few times. But the contention is Visa is trying to uh, snap or bend
3: the ankle of Waller. Yeah.
2: And I'm not sure I agree, to be honest. And I think that there is a little bit of... Well, so... The contention is, in premiership circles, that Visa is a bit of a dirty player. So... Yeah, I would... I think there's evidence
3: to support that. I don't think this individual incident is the best evidence of anything, really.
2: No, I don't think it is, because I'm watching him... Look, I've done a tiny bit of grappling in the past. won some medals. Yeah, I I dabbled. And, like, you know, if you want to really snap an ankle, you don't do it like that. (laughs) Like, it looks to me as if he's just holding on to his... Leg to be a nuisance. I think there was a bit of a twist, but it's well, that's, I mean, it's not yeah. the best evidence for anything. That no, I don't think it is. It's certainly not conclusive, and I think there is a certain because I think he was involved with John, John John Welsh injury when John Welsh was came back short term for Newcastle. Mm. Um, he got injured, I think, with an instant visa, or at least that what, that is what was alleged. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, he's not particularly well liked, so you know, Luther Burrell pitched in on that as well. Uh, a few others did but Big Carl Ferns. Big Carl Ferns did But it's not Conclusive to me Yeah that that one isn't
1: No he could just be Holding on to him To keep him from Going yeah, Some people do that A bit of gamesmanship To hold on You
2: but, always get it don't, don't you Yeah
1: But it doesn't look great But I think that's all he's doing Is holding on I'll yeah. give him the benefit Of the doubt on that one Yeah
2: I, it's Basically the same I can't see Enough evidence of a twist yeah. Mm. So yeah Good result for Saints Which puts them Into fourth place uh, just one last thing. You know, Saints uh, Leicester have signed Kyle, ha- Kyle Kyle Hatherall this week. Yes, who I like. Yes, he he is a big, strong boy. For Worcester, didn't he go off to La Rochelle? He did. He had him for the rest of the season. Big, strong boy. Leicester signed him before he went to La, to La Rochelle. Mm. They just announced him. Um, they love big, strong boys at Leicester. They, don't they do. So I wonder if he's off. Actually,
1: there's a bit of commentary. I've um, mm. what was I watching? I can't remember where I found it. It was a. Uh, I'll have to find this. I th- it was it was a bit of commentary of Ollie Hassel Collins. That's right, because I was putting some bits together for a little uh, a little video. And um, Ollie Ollie Hassel Collins, and the commentator is <laughs> says he's brilliant. He goes Ollie Hassel Collins. Oh, he is a big, strong. And then you hit. There's a pause. He goes lad, <laughs> young, young lad. It's like no, no. He says he calls him a big. Oh, he's a big, strong. Young lad. <laughs> <laughs> he realized, gone, I,
3: can't, I can't say big strong boy. He couldn't afford the royalties. Nope. Exactly. Send, send him the bill. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw a Premiership player in the flesh this weekend.
2: Ooh, that's exciting.
3: Was it a sale player? It was a sale player. Ooh, okay. Okay. I'll just, shall I tell you where it was? Yeah. Uh, you were in ultra Market. Not in ultra Market. If you were at Costco,
1: it would have been Koenig Oosthuizen, because I saw him getting nope. turned away from there recently. Turned away? Because <laughs> yeah. he not got the card. He didn't know his card.
3: Um, not at Costco, but not a million miles away. I was Yesterday afternoon, I was buying some uh, stuff to uh, treat my parquet floor, my <laughs> mahuhu parquet floor that has been laid Is uh, it all down? in the loft. Uh, no, it's not all down. Uh, it's, there's a sequencing issue but in the main main room in the loft, it is down. Good. Um, so I was in B&Q near the Trafford Centre. Okay. About, about half, in between the two games. So, who, uh, so uh, this was on Saturday? On Saturday, yeah. Right, so... Uh, I can tell you what they were buying. Uh, yeah, tell us they what were they just, were buying. That might... I was on the phone and they just walked past me and I did a double take. And I was like, what are they? Because they were just checking out. What is that individual buying? Oh, they bought uh, carpet grips... Okay, and okay. Um, a big rule of fake grass, artificial turf, mm. which I'm I'm not big, the biggest fan of artificial uh, turf. So does that
1: mean they're putting fake grass in the house? I, they might be. Yes.
3: No. Surely you've got. Some- so I'm it might thinking be an they've an got
1: an
2: indoor a, outdoor area. Maybe like a decking area. Oh, and okay. They're putting some on, or I, so it's disappointing though because you, uh, there's not really enough information. That I, no, there's not. Like- no, no. Because what what I started thinking uh, was maybe they're doing it for his kid's bedroom. He loves rugby, and he's just gonna. Could
3: be, it could be.
2: Yeah, but it'd be easy, wouldn't it, if it's like, yeah. So he was um he was buying shotgun cartridges and a barbecue. Uh, <laughs> and and and, and, and and tools to wrangle a lion. Yeah, oh, that's John O'Ross, right? <laughs> so it, but it's not quite that straightforward. Would
1: okay, so would it be someone that um we would recognise but a casual rugby fan wouldn't recognise?
3: Yes. No one else. Just okay. what? No one else um Battered an eyelid. Tommy Taylor? No. Uh,
1: okay. Tom Roebuck? No. No, he wouldn't be doing that. So it's going to be one of the older lads, I reckon. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point,
2: because the younger lads will live in a rented, rented house,
3: house. yeah, yeah, all with a mum and dad jo- still. Josh Beaumont? No, not Beaumont.
2: No, uh, Beaumont didn't... seem to James? go to
3: Virgin Active in degree no,
2: where, really? where were you, Sale?
3: No, in uh, Trafford Hunter. To Trafford right, Hunter, so Not
2: like... A, a stone's throw from the AJ Bell. Yeah, so it's got to be someone... Worsley or Sale not going to be one of the boys that lives in Didsbury or... Or in town. Or town. Yeah, if you're in Didsbury you or go Wilmsville. to the Stockport Brunch. And we all know, we all know that Sam James is the king of Wilmslow so why would he leave? Yes. Precisely. I give up.
1: No, it. no, I don't give up. Were, were they involved on Friday night? They were.
3: Okay. Oh, at Ryan Mills. Not Ryan Mills. No, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Rob, Rob Dupree. Rob Dupree. Was it? Yes! It was. Yeah.
1: Carpet grip and
3: and fake, fake grass. And it's like very dark, fake grass. Yeah. Interesting. Don't know, know where he was putting that.
1: But somewhere to do somewhere f- for Jean luc and Dan to do a bit of wrestling when they pro- come round. Probably.
2: Be, yeah. Like, practice, practices kicking in the lounge. <laughs> <laughs> All sorts of things. There you go. Excellent, excellent segue. Well done. Um
3: other interesting things from Friday night. So two two bits I wanted to mention. One, the last that last try, which was a fantastic I thought Carpenter yeah, did brilliantly he did. to create the room. But the it was a Jomo, wasn't it? Your boy JB mm. putting the big hit on Massive hit. Massive hit on Dupree. Rob Dupree. Um Dupree was thinking about his fake grass too much. Um I actually think that was an amazing hit, beautiful read, he stepped in. I think that is actually the reason for the try, because the Bath players were always like, oh, a big hit like that, we're going to win. Game over. And no one, Ben K pointed out in comms, no one folded round the corner, which meant that, I think it was Jonathan Joseph, had to step in too much because no one had come round the corner, which yeah. created the what was effectively became a two-on-one. So the big hit, it actually cost them because all
2: of the other Bath players thought oh we've done this we don't need to yeah just on Bath it's amazing isn't it the impact that in fact it's it's amazing across the league the impact that the ex worcester lads have had on their on their respective teams like Ted Hill Ted Hill is brilliant an absolute dominator wait till Barbary's in that team as well oh
1: if you ever get him fit
2: yeah so you know
1: Mills played Ted Hill Underhill Barbary that's a pretty tidy sounding back row that it
2: isn't it well yeah it is it is. But like, they've instantly made an impact. Hale, um, who's the centre... Uh, Ollie Lawrence. Lawrence, um, who's,
3: who wasn't playing because he's Finn in Smith the England squad.
2: Smith at Northampton. Finn Smith's made a hell of a difference. Yeah. You'd think, wouldn't you, if you put all these players together, they'd be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. They don't know really what went wrong. Mm. But yeah, but, and, and same with Wasps. I mean, I think... I think I, well, not to the same extent. A- Ackerson has been good. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. You know, just a few extra... When this league goes down to 10 teams, if they redistribute those players again... Give me some stacked, stacked teams. Mm.
1: What,
3: what was your other point on Friday night? Uh, great to see Benoit Albano back. Yes, and some very handy scrimmaging. Yeah, he looked. Good. He, he, I looked, I don't really know what's going on in this scrum, but it looked like he made a difference. Everyone in comms was talking like he made a difference. Mm. Um, he has he got comms.
2: massive hamstrings. No, it was um, Healy and, and Ben Kay. So the yeah. reason yeah. I said that is because I've listened to Flats commentated on him before, and I don't know if he's just doing it for effect on TV he seems to really rate him mm. that generally speaking is a sign that he's going to be good
3: Well, he's, he's he's very heavy and a very low centre of yeah. gravity he's short and wide
1: he's a big short wide boy
3: mm. yeah strong mm. very big, drunk, strong, strong do you know who's
2: remarkably short when you see him but you don't think he's going to be that short is Bialo oh really so I was doing a tour on the wasps changing rooms mm. and Bialo was warming up I was like do you have is that Bialo because at the time he was like is Worcester, and then he went over to France and he came back to Wasps. And I thought he was going to be something like. I, don't, six, I, don't, I, I, I thought I, he was going to be absolutely enormous. I thought he was going to look like Marcellus Wallace from um, from Pop Fiction. But actually, he's, he's a lot shorter. It's interesting, because
3: uh, he's, he's listed. Be it, Allo is listed. These these aren't always right. Do you know what he's listed at? Six Height points, and weight, I'd say. He's listed as 6'2. He's not 6'2. And 131 kg. What?
2: Do I know? Mm. I know uh, that's like tw- that's
1: 20, 21 stone, 20 yeah, stone? Yeah,
2: yeah. Wow. Like, maybe, maybe he doesn't look that tall because he's so big. But uh, when I was watching him, he was just sort of getting ready and doing stretches in the change room. I was like, that's not um, His His weight is, according to this, fluctuating. We have um,
3: in one place, 131. In another, in was- his official Wasps profile was 120. I can see he's, list- he's listed at 145 Wow yeah. That can't so that, that's,
1: that's a range between 19 and 23 stones yeah. Something like that
3: <laughs> f- f- oh Four stone um, bandwidth well,
2: yeah. Interesting uh, all Have you all heard the, all his rap uh, Yeah he's he good. It's good He is good mm. Better
1: than Corbs um, Christopher Nuttall uh, Thanks for your email Chris Contact TedChases at com. He says uh, Evening Great pod Blah <laughs> uh, I was at the Sale Sharks match on Friday evening and due to a crash on the M60 the route took me back towards the Salford Stadium I was waiting at the lights to turn up Liverpool Road I saw Tim crossing the road after doing his shift at the match Ooh. and looking more like Jason Donovan than Jason Donovan I'm <laughs> getting a lot of this at the minute uh, I thought I had to say something but my mind was blank as to what to say which would have been witty original Jason! and more importantly is something that would have uh, been noticed with at least a laugh the lights turned green and round the corner I went uh I had something to say and was going to say it one problem Tim had disappeared with Tim uh, being possibly the busiest man in media the only logical conclusion is that he jumped into the shipping container and like the doctor who tardis it transported him to his next gig via a wormhole <laughs> no wonder he can travel the length and breadth of the country and always look immaculate great pod keep the keep keep the work going um oui. no it's just my little, I'll tell you my little secret
3: you oh, have the, the Cocker jet parked at Barton Airport. Yeah, exactly. The spirits of cocker, obviously. Yes. No. Do you know
1: where I that's actually? The, do you know where yours. I actually park when I go to the AJ Bell? Obviously, I have. I, I I can just show the BT pass, and there's a space in the TV compound. I never park at the stadium. I park just on the roundabout. Do you, you still do that? As you get onto the M60, yeah, yeah, the yeah. roundabout. There's a little. Yeah, yeah there's a little graveyard. I know the one. And I just park there by the graveyard, and it's a ten, ten, fifteen minute walk. But means I get home in half an hour, not best, an hour. The best mm. part of
2: sale is mingling in corporate after, after the game. So I don't worry about getting getting home early. In fact, quite the opposite. If i got home early, I've failed in my mission, which is <laughs> to ah, mingle. Ah, ah. I've not been for ages, actually. Oh. Ages.
3: After our pod last week as well, um, I was enjoying my final day in Centre Parks on the Monday, and a, a very nice chap. Came up and said hello um, From Witness Rugby Club and You were in, a a witness? in Yeah And how did he recognise Had he heard the podcast And knew you were there? So I don't think so Based on our conversation I don't think he'd listened Because he wouldn't have commuted That morning No <laughs> He would have just been on holiday And it was it was like early in the morning it was like maybe 10am In the morning And he recognised you straight, Yeah Straight up just,
1: that's, that's cool Did he say yeah.
3: who he was? A player? Uh, a so he co- co- coaches I think his kids kids play and coaches um age grade but has been because he was asking me about um, a few of the essentially the boys who are from Witness the Riley's
2: yeah that's so, right they are aren't they yeah, they, yeah. So, it feels like it feels like Witness desperately want them back because they keep throwing them in Witness shirts for, like, <laughs> when someone when and... someone
1: said oh Phil 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 was there anyone any of your family or anything there to, to witness this do it again just, do it again for my
2: wife. so I was
3: I was just trying to juggle Thomas and Hannah who were both being hard work at the time so sadly no oh. only only those two and it wouldn't have meant so anything this so week I'm...
2: i love witness mm. this week i particularly love witness because they did over the top uh, did tolerance. they It did. Oh, so that takes pressure off you. It does. They've done you a favour. And I knew this.
1: But all this talk of you, like, just I want you to put this in context, right? When JB over the next few weeks celebrates that Didsbury Tock H have won their league.
2: We don't know that. We don't know. If if, if
1: you are to go on and win the league, uh, JB will will revel in this. I just want to put some context in. Didsbury Tock H are inside the M60 of Manchester, as we've already discussed. Yeah. Uh, which has hundreds of thousands of people as as a population to draw its players from and literally millions of people in the hinterlands mm, of Manchester true. in the greater Manchester area that they are in a battle for, for, for the league title with a parish,
2: <laughs> <laughs> the parish of Tarleton Talton. population, 5,000. Look, Don't let that, don't let that kid you right. Tarleton is sort of right next door to Preston. That's where they draw their players from. They've got one hell of a team. Hell of a team. I guarantee that those players are not all, all just from Tarleton. From the parish. Yeah. They're, they'll be fishing uh, in deeper waters than that. <laughs> Believe me. Tarleton or um, the grand old club of Liverpool St. Helens. So mm. those are the three teams in, teams in in the mix. After that, it's the rugby hotbed of Warrington. Uh, and then it'll be witness. Mm. Witness have done you a big favour there. Haven't they, Just? Thank and, you, boys. Uh, I was trying to someone today who suggested that Broughton
3: Park might be getting relegated.
2: Yeah. They are gone. They are They're done. gone.
1: They got battered again, again yesterday. I, I mean, you read ooh. their
2: teams week in, week out, and it's not even funny. Any, uh, so so, so you, will, you will be leapfrogging them. They go down well, as you go up. We don't know what's going to happen. We're going to uh, play our best and we'll take e- uh, each <laughs> game uh, uh, as all it comes. Well, all
1: I will say is on um, the, the under 15s, we, had our, we have our training on a Wednesday night. Uh, one one night a week, and but they wanted to do a little bit extra of cut preparation. So they said, "Can we do a session on Thursday?" Fine. The only space we could get was on the first team pitch with the first team, and and all I can say is,
3: fifth under 15s would
1: have won. The, the under 15s would have given them a good yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not good times at
2: Portland Park. It's not, is it? It's it, not. That's not ideal. Uh, it must be I'd, hard to motivate your boys to play to want to get into that first team. You should, mm-hmm. you
1: should. No, we're, we're bringing through we're bringing through a whole gen- a whole a
2: well, whole generation. Why don't you show them um, what it is to play in black and amber? Nah. Really motivate them. No. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, your, your your scrum half is going to come to us, right? Is he? Of course, he is. <laughs> of course, <Yeah>. he is.
1: <laughs> he put in a monstrous hit today. Actually. Did he? Absolutely
2: massive. No, no, hit. No, looking forward to uh, looking forward to co- coaching once he becomes a man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I reckon yeah. yeah. Um,
1: so just just on the premiership and, and tight games, we, we we said Bath probably will be would have gone back thinking we can be proud of that, but gutted we lost the chance. Bristol the same at Saracens.
3: Oh. They, they were winning for most of the most game. Most of the game.
2: Do you know what Pat Lamb said at the end of the game? No, I've not seen it. Unsurprisingly, so a lot of love? No, so a lot of managers try to make the story about them to take pressure off of off, off their players. Pat Lamb likes to make the story about his players to take pressure off him. <laughs> um Classic Pat Lamb territory this. Basically blamed it on um not kicking at the or kicking at the wrong time. Um which I mean, yeah, maybe but what about all the other mistakes that he made? So, yeah, I don't know. Pat Lam being Pat Lam, blaming people and uh, not himself. But presumably, he would have known that this was going to happen.
3: So, <laughs> I don't know what
2: his gripe was. He
3: always knows. He knows, yeah. And this this was, when I looked at the team sheets, this is a much stronger Bristol team than it is Saracens' team. As in, Saracens are missing eight players to England. Um, Bristol, are they missing anyone? They had most players, they had a lot of money on them. They had, were missing missing Tauk. Uh, Pietao. Uh, oh, they're missing the t- two props actually. Yeah,
1: Pietao, Genjan, Sinclair.
2: Sinclair. I mean, ultimately, I just don't think Bristol are very good. Mm. I know people talk about the money, well, the, but the, like the money doesn't count. You know, you have to have that money spread amongst your squad. You've got to build in a certain way. And one of the reasons I don't think Bristol are good is because they used to be when they first came up. I I wonder if something's changed fundamentally with how Pat Lamb coaches and thinks about rugby, because when they came up, they had a philosophy and a way of playing and i think they were the best team with their outside shape so their outside shape was always absolutely superb and for whatever reason it is that has disappeared now you don't see Bristol attacking in that kind of way i don't know i don't know why and so they've gone from this team who do their jobs really nicely and that's why it all fitted together so well to a team that just relies on pure talent so if peer is not available or is not available two props we're just talking about the talent that they don't have.
1: Well, we they, they nearly, to... they nearly beat Saracens at Saracens. But that's my
2: point about the Premiership. You've got to yeah. win. Everyone, everyone can nearly win in the Premiership. You've got to win. That's why Saracens are great.
1: It's really hard to win away.
2: Yeah, Saracens are great. Yeah, they do have some mega talent, but I, I think
3: there is something in the the way that they have set the team up. That I just, and we've spoke about this loads of times, so I won't go into it in but, but, much detail. But just, just putting. So much money into a handful of players It creates Even if you, you think you're, the rest of the players are good It's going to create the haves and the have-nots It it creates, creates the discrepancy I
2: mean, Am I right, getting this right? Saracen started with Robin Hislop Christian Judge and Andrew Kitchener Right? Yeah, yeah I mean, that's amazing,
3: isn't it? they basically taken t- What was his name? Dan, the hooker Theo Dan Theo Dan. Theo, Theo
2: Dan So that's amazing I mean, talk about the the player... The dispossessed players ending up, you know, making like making an impact. That's that's astounding. Yep. Um, yeah, I would just love to know what the plan is at Bristol. I think they've lost their way completely. I really think they've lost their way. They've lost their identity. They've lost what well, they, they do. They've got to they've got to do a rebuild
3: because there's talk of Radrundra leaving next season. Where's he going to go? France, presumably.
2: Yeah, but there was a club named, wasn't there? Uh, it's Bordeaux again. That's Bordeaux. I can't. Don't see know. Uh, any anyone would have him. I wouldn't. I know, I know you wouldn't. Why would you have him? Did
3: you see the try he scored this weekend?
2: Yeah, one, Every now and again he scores a nice try and <laughs> people go wild for it. Why don't people talk about, right, why don't people talk about Max Ogermo in the same way? I mean, Max Ogermo occasionally does some just incredible things, but they don't call him Radranda. because we're very balanced when it comes to... I mean, I think he's as good. Um, <laughs> no, I, I do think he's as good, actually. I actually think they're it, probably broadly similar. Um, but semi because he's got the name, it was like, oh, brilliant player, brilliant player. Infrequently performs And when He doesn't perform But everyone's just Oh he's still carrying an injury Just not himself Always got an excuse Much like Pat Lamb Leon Leon Leon. Ah Interesting
1: I do like their fullback By the way
3: um, the one who scored two tries Demortier De Mortier, he's, he's probably
1: going to start for France in the Six Nations.
3: Oh, Leon's fullback.
0: Mm. Is that you really? about,
3: Richard Lane? or, or? I think he's going to start
1: because I was looking at, we can talk about this on the Six Nations mm. pod. but the uh, Fabien Gaultier sent about a dozen players back to play for their clubs this weekend. Mm. And I thought Matis Lebel was going to be starting for France on the wing. Nope. But he's been sent back to Toulouse. Okay. And De Mortier... Is has been retained. Mm. Is Jamini in the squad or uh, Ramos? Ramos will be the full, Ramos will be the starting fullback. Peno will be on one wing, and the other wing could be this lad. Mm. He looks really
3: good. Mm. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, Exeter. Gloucester is the only other game we haven't, we haven't spoken about. Really, we mentioned so 24-17 to predator, yeah, it. So twenty four seventeen. Very good win for Exeter because I thought Gloucester
2: is. would smash them.
1: Yeah, it's but a good win. Gloucester are the least affected by international call ups. Mm. Yeah.
2: They've they got have few a few injuries as well They do have but, injuries, yeah you know, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter You know, The Premiership is about injuries Deal with it Yeah, yeah um, And I thought they would Because, well I really rate Gloucester I think they're a very good outfit So, yeah For Ex- Exeter to actually Exeter to win this With all the trials and tribulations Going on there I think it's very, very impressive it,
3: Good win um, All the tries were scored in the first half Five tries in the first half not in the second half Yeah <coughs> right. Which is slightly disappointing, but
2: still a very good win. Do you think... Right, there's two things I want to say. So first thing is, do you think Josh Hodge is making a bigger enough name for himself for them to say, look, Stuart Hogg, you can go? Uh, probably,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I... and Stuart Hogg going. It's either, it's either they are jettisoning all their players to keep a couple of them and... Hogan Woodburn
1: has been uh, is, but, has signed an extension.
3: Has he? Yep. Good, good because Woodburn I think is very Pretty very important. important. Yeah, because he does so much hard work. Uh, but yeah, either either they're jettisoning, jettisoning and, and he's jettisoning. great for selling
1: their um, their charity or even not charity underwear based calen- calendars as well.
3: He's essential for that. Essential. So it's it's either they're jettisoning a lot of players in order to keep a few very talented ones, or they are saying. No, as soon as it's not worth it, and we've got a, a young guy coming through, we'll get rid of them. Yep. So the, the likes of Ewers and uh, Jack Knoll and the Simmons boys, as soon as the the equation doesn't quite add up, they've been offered more money in France than they they th- believe they're worth, and they've got some talent behind it. They'll go, and I think I suspect that um, Hogg would be one of those who I think so. They, 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 and they could also let go,
2: presumably free up the marquee space. Mm-hm do something very special with who knows um so
1: those hair that that hair and those teeth don't pay from, you know they're not cheap right
2: that hair let's talk about the hair a second okay so Hodges hair or um Hog's hair I'm not not making this personal to Hog just in general so hair transplants in sport are getting fairly common now Mm -hmm. Wayne Rooney had one Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, at least one the
1: the description of Wayne Rooney's uh, hair transplant when it was first done the first attempts at it it was dreadful um What did uh, Liam Gallagher described it as? He described Wayne Rooney as looking like a balloon. His head looks like a balloon with a Weetabix on top.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. Anyway, sorry, you were saying right. So you can get busted for PEDs, which is effectively testosterone, or or. or, there's lots of things
3: you've well, got, yeah. Call. Steroids, human growth hormone. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: that's all affecting yeah. Testosterone, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So
3: what, what's, what's the one that they use in the Tour de France? EPO. EPO, that's what Yeah.
2: Now, to get a hair transplant, you're sort of encouraged to do the opposite. Are you aware of this? No. So, you're meant to have, and I can't say it now, androgen, block, androgen uh, blockers, basically. Yeah, to block the testosterone. To stop your hair falling out, to stop you producing it. Yeah right. So how the hell does this stack up with being a professional rugby player or a professional sportsman in general? I don't don't know. Are there,
3: are there not multiple different types of I've got no idea. Okay. Uh,
2: it doesn't sound So I I wasn't even aware of yeah.
3: that, but yeah.
1: Cuz it... there are ones where they like put them I in mean, just like put put
2: and they're... no they do. It's like Yeah, and then they, they'd fall out again if you don't have So right? if you read about hair transplants. Are you thinking about having one? I'm not actually. No. I'm I'm quite happy growing old. Um, but someone mentioned to me uh, about you need to take like testosterone blockers or some or, or some such thing. Maybe it's not that aggressive. I thought, what a trade-off! Like, would I rather have weedy little arms <laughs> and <than> no hair? <laughs> uh, would I rather be The Rock or give me someone with hair with weedy arms?
3: Uh, uh, Rishi the,
2: Sunak. Yeah, Rishi Sunak <laughs> or The Rock uh, or um, Gareth, the the, the guy, the, the famous choir guy. Do you remember him? Choir the guy who did like the BBC choir things and he oh, sort of Alld was... Davis, Alld no Alld Jones is Jones. Yeah, he Little... sang the Snowman. He, was, he sang
1: the Snowman. Yeah,
2: oh, I do think his name is Gareth, very very skinny guy, nice hair, bow tie. <laughs> like, do I want to be him on the Rock? <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't really.
1: Do you remember? um Because I'm I'm just looking for it on YouTube and you can't find it. But the the adv- the earliest advanced hair studio advert had. Do you remember what rugby player it had on it? Austin of course, Healy. I
2: remember yes, Austin Healy. And subsequent players? Uh, did Ma- Matt Dawson do one? Did it? Don't know. Uh, Shane Warren. Shane Warren definitely, definitely did. Definitely did.
1: Uh, but uh, but you cannot find and if i should say i should mention this to austin actually sometime but he his advanced hair studio advert is not on like you cannot find it online and it's hilarious he's
3: had a super injunction yeah i think anyone...
1: he might have because it's quite embarrassing for oz because it's not not a great performance on his part but it's very funny
3: oh
1: no, and the
2: old jingle it. was advanced hair
3: <laughs> <laughs> um there's no fi- anything else to talk about Premiership, or shall we get into not only the Six Nations, but also a little quiz?
1: Yeah, let's 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 keep that contained in a Six Nations podcast. We'll just oh. make it nice and easy yes. for, for 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 you to find the bits of rugby you want or don't want, as the case may be. JB won't be remotely interested in the Six Nations one, for example. But
2: not overly.
0: No, any more for any more on this?
2: Nope. Good. All right.